0: I am Chelsea Grayson. Welcome to another episode of What's Your Water. And for all you R&B fans out there, I've got a treat for you today. I've got the coolest guest, I've got Ursula, who's a three-time Grammy nominee, singer-songwriter. She's written for Rihanna, J-Lo, Tamar Braxton, Music Soulchild. She's got a new album out called? Mistaken Fantasy. Mistaken Fantasy. She's got tracks on there with Jeremiah and with Music Soul Child. Fabulous, Music Soul Child. She's part Jamaican, so she's got Barris Hammond on there. Coolest album, I've been listening to for three days straight. It's so good, we're gonna get into that. Um, but for now, welcome to What's Your Water. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here, Chelsea. You're looking
1: amazing.
0: You are looking amazing. Thank I'm you. digging the visor. Thank you. I love it. You wore this at the L.A. Sparks game I the other did. night. So you you performed at the L.A. Sparks game.
1: I did. Um, it was actually last Sunday. Um, okay. It was real lit. It was, yeah. it was amazing, especially me being from California. Like, yeah. It was a big opportunity, so I was excited. What songs did you perform? Um, I did Like a Rose. Oh, I love that. It's a ballad, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was very, uh, it was kind of like, a little bit like a couple songs I've heard from Rihanna, so then it made sense to me that you've written for her. You could definitely hear your voice coming through in the music that you've written for her, Mm -hmm. and that also sounded a lot like something that she could sing. Absolutely. It's a really beautiful song. And a sad song, kind of. It is. So what's that song
1: about? It's just about you know being in a relationship with someone and them or not even be in the relationship all the time. You could either be in the relationship or not in a relationship with someone, but just being in love with them. And they're not appreciating it or recognizing like, yo, this is real love. Mm. I'm right in front of your face, like a rose buried under concrete. That's the lyrics, you know, trying so hard to get through. And it's like, I'm trying to get through to you and you're not even, recognizing what you have in front of your face.
0: Yeah, exactly, and so many of us have experienced that in in past relationships that hopefully we're all done with now. Hopefully, (laughs) lessons learned. Yeah, lessons learned, (laughs)
1: lesson taught, lesson learned.
0: Do you draw on personal experience and personal relationships when you're writing? Because your songs are so emotional.
1: I do, like at that time when I wrote that record, I was really going through something and that's exactly how I felt and Um, Shout out Chris Braid. Chris Braid, he's from the UK, but he's produced for a lot of major acts. Beyoncé, Lana Del Rey, um, Mm. just a lot of people, and um, we got together. He started playing the piano, and I just, that's my actual, that's my original demo of the record. Wow,
0: really? Mm -hmm. Because it's gorgeous, flawless. Who played the piano on that? Chris Braid. Oh, he did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful track. Yes, thank you. So, and you're not just a singer, though, so you're a songwriter, as I mentioned. Yeah, um, so. And you write all of your own stuff, or you co-write it. Yes. You've got composer credits on everything. Yes. I was looking real hard <laughs> at the album because there's so much controversy these days about who writes <laughs> right. and who doesn't, you know? Can you talk to me about your career path, just how you got started, when you knew you wanted to do this, and kind of how you broke into the industry and your first couple of gigs, and how you got to where you are now, which is, I mean, three-time Grammy nominee, that's... Congratulations! Thank
1: you. I appreciate yeah. that. I um, actually started off just it was everything was completely random. Um, let me take my glasses out. Boom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> everything was like completely random. Um, basically driving down the street. I'm in my car, jamming the music, being wild, and this guy pulls up on side of me, and he's like, "Hey, are you an artist?" And I'm like, "No. You want to be one? <laughs> sure." So that's how I became uh, into the music industry. Really? And yeah, exactly. It was completely random. So I did this um, independent contract with the with the individual in Atlanta and we went to the studio and they were like I was like okay well, where's my songs at cuz I know how that works yeah. you sign you sign to a label or whoever you sign to and they give you songs to sing and then you blow up so i was like okay give me my songs so i could blow up he's like i don't have any songs for you i'm like okay so what are we going to do here starts playing a beat he's like what would you say to this i said i don't know i'd probably say yada 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 he's like go in the booth and record it so went into the booth started recording what i was what I told him, and that's how I became a songwriter. Completely random. (laughs) Wow, really? Really.
0: Then, so all the way throughout, were you recording your own stuff, or did you sort of immediately jump over to writing for other people, or how how did that, like, how (sighs) did you come to write for Rihanna, in other words, you know? Like, how does that?
1: I had this demo that I did after, you know, once once I started writing, I did a demo. It was a five-song demo, five or six-song demo, and I listened to it, and I was like, holy crap, that sounds horrible. I can't tell anybody that I'm a, <laughs> I'm an artist, they're gonna laugh at me. What am I? So I was like, okay. So I started going to different studios, and I noticed that when I went, would go to the studios, if you told somebody you were a songwriter, they would give you like 100 beats, the producers. If you told them you were artist, they wouldn't even let you leave the studio with the track. So I was huh. like, hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: so, I'm just gonna tell people I'm a songwriter, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that mm, I can get these tracks smart. to practice to. Oh, I was, so, was so, I was scheming. And everybody knew me. They're like, Ursula, the girl that carries around the spool of CDs. <laughs> and No ID actually wrote on one of the CDs, um, No ID tracks for Ursula's spool.
0: Wow. It was so cute. Cool. I have a picture
1: of it, I'll show it to you. Yeah. But um, so I basically just, you know, told people I was a songwriter and then I just started getting better. And then a friend of mine was working on Mary J. Blige's album mm-hmm. and he was like, You know, but you don't write urban music. This is what they're telling me. I'm like, you don't write urban music, you write pop music. And I'm like, okay. Well, nobody asked me to write them a song, so. Right.
0: You're just doing what you Yeah, I'm just doing what I want to do. I'm
1: just doing what I feel like, you know? Yeah. So I I went and I bought Mary J. Blige's album and I listened down three times from top to bottom. And I wrote this song called Somebody and um, pitched it to them. Um, She didn't take it, but they wanted it uh, for Whitney Houston. Je- it was Whitney Houston, Jennifer Hudson, and Monica. And they all wanted the record, but it actually ended up going to, you know, uh, Babyface's artist, Kristinia yeah. DeBarge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that was your first That break. was my very first um, placement. And that
0: was 10 years ago, 2009. Oh, which isn't that long ago for you to have done yeah. everything that you've done. Mm-hmm. And so, what happened after that? What was the next step?
1: So then after that, you know how the industry is. Like, you, they're like, oh, she's like the new hot thing. And L.A. Reed ended up signing me to a deal, a uh, publishing deal. Uh, shout out L.A. Reed. Um, yeah. And I ended up signing with EMI and now Sony ATV. And then from there, I ended up writing for Rihanna. They did like a big writing camp for Rihanna that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Can we hear that yeah, story? Sure, yeah, sure. So, you're like, I would I like wanna to know hear. what that's like. <laughs> so, they had a writing camp for Rihanna. Because I
0: love the song.
1: Yeah. It's skin. Skin. So, they had a, a writing camp here in um, LA. And what they do is they basically call like, the top producers and songwriters around the world to come and help put a project together for like, you know, the, the A-list celebrities. And this time it was for Rihanna. Um, so we were all standing in Beverly Hills and coming up with these different records. And they were like, we want four to the floor records. So everybody was doing that, yeah. doot, Doom 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 yellow diamonds in the light. the whole thing, right? Everybody had records like that. It was like a hundred and something records filled with four to the floor yeah. Rihanna <laughs> records. And then the last day I said, me and the producer, shout out sounds, Sounds a producer, he's produced for a lot of people too, Justin Bieber, blah, 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 blah. a lot of people. But um, we got together, he had this really slow track, and I'm like, you know what, we're gonna do what we wanna do. Yeah. We're gonna go the total opposite way, and the, the track is really, really slow. Mm. And it actually ended up going on the album, so.
0: Yeah, it's super fire, Mm -hmm. and that was like before the time Mm -hmm. when people were putting like forty-five tracks on an album. So I mean, you really had to pick and choose what made it right. I think it
1: was only like ten, like ten songs or eleven songs on that album. So it's like everybody in the world is trying to get on Rihanna. Yeah. So you know.
0: Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) And then you wrote for J Lo. J Lo. Mm -hmm. Which is. Uh, completely. That's more, much more pop than. Right. R- I mean, Rihanna sort of pop slash R and B, but J Lo, I would say, is like truly pop. Absolutely. So, so you kind of got back to your pop roots. Got to bit. the pop
1: roots, yeah. Yeah. Tamar
0: Braxton, that's much more kind of soulful. Mm-hmm. Soulful. Um, so who? who music Soul Child. Music Soul Child. Like yes. we could talk forever about that. I right? love him. And the song on your album with him is yes. so gorgeous. Thank you. Although it is right. It's right before my really my favorite track. This uh, on your album. Which is um, Take Me There. Take Me There. Yes. Yeah, with D.C. Youngfly. Mm-hmm, you love that one. <laughs> I love that one. Well, because I was going to ask you who your influences are, because that song to me is like, across, it's like if A. Marie recorded something with Jay-Z. That's what it sounds That's like. It. I'll take it. To me. You know, but I don't know. You said, like,
1: who who are you influenced by? I mean, I who love. Who did you like
0: when you were coming up? and
1: Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Stevie Wonder. I love Prince. I love Sade. Um, Anita Baker. Yeah. And I can Excellent. hear a lot of that coming through in your
0: lyrics for sure. Thank you.
1: So where, where were you born? Where did you, where did you come up? I'm from California. I was born, born and raised here in California. Um, I, I'm half Mexican and half Jamaican. 100% crazy. No, I'm <laughs> They're <laughs> full of love. Like from which side? Just from right, both right, sides? Right, right, crazy. Right, right. Spicy baby. Spicy. I love it. Right. it Who's who? What, your... So, my mother was Jamaican, and my okay. father is Mexican okay yeah. and
0: so do you get back to either one of those places a lot or no
1: not really um i grew up in a foster home so okay. i didn't grow up with either one of them but i was really close to my mother still yeah. okay and then she died um, a couple years ago so oh i'm sorry it's okay yeah i'm sorry to yeah. hear that
0: how do, and if this is prying let me know but mm-hmm. how do you how is it that you grew up in a foster home but you still have a relationship with your mom the whole time you're coming up how does that work well
1: it's a long story, yeah. <laughs> like, but um, she ended up getting into drugs and stuff yeah. um, when I was younger, and she lost us. Um, she was with a guy who was very abusive, yeah. and we basically got taken away from her when I was five years old, mm-hmm. and we haven't we hadn't lived with her ever since. Yeah. So. so then after that, um, you know, I've always stayed in contact with her. Yeah, you know, yeah, It's kind of like, yeah. you know, my mother was a sweet lady, um, and she was just a troubled soul. You yeah know, troubled. yeah, yeah, but she's in a better place now. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. It's kind of amazing that do you feel like you're a troubled soul or do you I think like we're all troubled souls. yes if you want to be
1: if you want to be honest, i I feel like and, that, and that's one of the records that I wrote, the Let It Be Love," it's about yeah. that. It's about us all being making things too complicated, yeah. you know yes um. Some of the lyrics are searching for perfection. It's hurting our connection. You know what I mean? Yes. We're all looking for something, and we're all in search of the same thing, and really all we're looking for is love. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to feel love. And here, we, when we get rejected from love or if we, if we feel bad from love, we develop these personalities or we develop these guards that we put up. Mm-hmm. And it's all a reflection on us wanting to be loved. And so that's one of the records on my album, Let It Be Love. And that's where that came yeah. from. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, we idolize things and people that are not real. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So we compare ourselves and physically and our relationships to things that don't exist you know, even for other people. So you see it, like you might see me on IG one day. I might post a picture on IG and I'm just smiling and I'm just in, and they're like, oh, look at her, she's on the, and I might have just cried 15 minutes yeah. ago. You don't know that, <laughs> yeah. you get know what I'm saying? So it's not always what it seems, you know? Yeah. And I think that um, today, in, in today's time, we have to start accepting people for their realness. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, for and, sure. And, and not trying to look for everything to be so Perfect all the time because life is not perfect and that's what makes it beautiful Yeah,
0: i love to hear you say that because you do you have a tremendous number of followers (laughs) and you're always I mean I watch your stories. I'm like damn that bitch She was like singing at the Sparks game (laughs) and now she's over here and she's over there and She's doing this and that and you're always looking just like totally gorgeous on camera But so you were born and raised in California, Northern California Mm -hmm. And then so your dad was around not around
1: no after after my mom um you know, after we got taken away, I wasn't around any family.
0: Yeah. After that.
1: So, well, hopefully, we had an okay experience in foster care, although it's probably never optimal. Yeah, I, I had a couple experiences in foster care.
0: Yeah.
1: But most of it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Everything works out the way it's supposed to. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer in you are where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You know? And, and life is about choices. Yeah. You know? So, that's how I feel. So, she might not have made the best choice. Yeah. You know? which got us got me and my brother my sister taken away from her but you know it ended up being it ended up working out for the better you know what i mean because it's where we're supposed to be that's why i'm here now yeah you know
0: but you also live in atlanta which is probably more of a recording artist scene right and new orleans has a huge music scene obviously but atlanta i mean there's tons of music labels out there absolutely you've pretty much got everybody yeah out there so it's like I'm sure it's really fertile ground for you to sort of collaborate with people.
1: It is, and it's a lot of um, culture out yeah. there in Atlanta. So a lot of people go to Atlanta to get like realness. Yeah. Because you're gonna you're gonna get that realness that you don't get in L. A. Yeah. In Atlanta. For sure. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like real life. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you've been to Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's a whole nother world out there. <laughs> was that a
0: culture shock for you when you it moved out there? definitely
1: was a culture shock because, um, you know, growing up in, in um, California, it's very culturally diverse, but then there's just small communities of like African-American together and, yeah. you know, and different cultures together, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 so yeah. in Atlanta, when I moved to Atlanta, it was just like, <laughs> I was like, whoa! This is like baby Africa. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sounds crazy. So but I loved it. I was just like, I was in shock. Yeah. Like, and everybody was peaceful. Nobody was fighting. There was really? nobody was shooting each other. I was like, this is lovely. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but it was also, you know, I, it was a, a, a maybe a language—not language, but no, yes, language language barrier. Yes. Because I didn't really understand it when I first moved to Atlanta. Yes. Because you know they. they <laughs> <laughs> it's not a language variant. <laughs> no. Shout out to Ailen. I love y'all. No, no, for no, real, no, but I like, love y'all. I know this rapper Treble, and I swear, like, <laughs> he'll speak and you're like, excuse me? I remember I would everywhere I go, they would be like, hey, Shade, Shade, Shade. I was like, who the hell is this Shade girl? She must <laughs> look just like me. But really, they were trying to say shorty. But that's how they say it. Shade. So I mean, but now I'd be like, what's that shade? You know? Because oh, sound, you know, that sounded, that sounded perfect. I know. <laughs> (laughs) I've been there long enough. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. So, you have to kind of adopt that accent. Absolutely. Just to kind of
1: like sort of. Oh, look at you. Oh, I love these boots (laughs) shouting. Like that, you
0: know? (laughs) Yeah, my best friend's from Buckhead. And it's like, so there's parts of Atlanta Mm. that are absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah, and then there's the strip clubs.
1: The strip clubs are different. It is lit. Yes. So you go to strip clubs in Atlanta, and everybody's butt naked yeah. and drinking alcohol. Yes. And the women crazy. come up to you, and they're shaking their butts in your face. And the guys are making it rain, and you're just like eating your chicken wings. Uh-uh. Like. Wait, that's the other crazy thing. Yeah. They eat food at the strip clubs in Atlanta.
0: Yeah. And there's alcohol with totally naked. You like, you cannot have that out Absolutely. here. Absolutely.
1: And not only do they serve food, they serve great food. They serve amazing. It's <laughs> at the no strip. joke. Like they take the, the strip chicken clubs wings, really the lemon pepper in. chicken wings are the bomb in Magic City. <laughs> I don't,
0: don't ask me why. I know. I just it's know. like a total phenomenon.
1: Right. <laughs> it's delicious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just like it's, it's so. It's, so uh, crazy. Like I
1: said, it's its own little world, and it's it's um, influenced by hip hop
0: yeah. and R
1: and B, and it's its own little culture.
0: Yeah. You know? So do you, have you crossed over at all into hip hop or, cause you're mostly R&B, mm-hmm. like you've got some pop right. too. Right. I mean, so are you working with the hip hop artists out there? Or? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I write for hip hop artists. I mean, I've got Fabulous on the album. Such and a good then, track. I thank you. Track. Yeah. And then I also have, um, Jeremiah, which is he's like a combination of R&B and hip hop together. So the song that we have, I don't know if I should say it, whatever nigga, can I say that?
0: Yeah, in fact, I love that song too, but my husband was like, you obviously can't tell her you like that song, because you can't say the title of that song. So I'm really glad you just said that.
1: So, I mean, you can say whatever, or whatever ninja, or whatever though.
0: I'm not even going there because I don't want anybody to kind of like take this and morph the
1: recording and be like what she said. So. <laughs> exactly. So the, the name of the song is called Whatever Nigga and it's basically about whatever nigga, you know? Yeah. You know it's about being in a, in a relationship with someone um, and then becoming comfortable and you know you're dating a guy or a girl or whatever you're dating and all of a sudden they start doing different things like flipping their phone upside down mm-hmm. and their phone is ringing 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 and you're like why you won't pick up the phone mm-hmm. you said it's your friend answer the phone and that's what the lyrics say why you won't pick up the phone whatever nigga yeah right it's so good <laughs> cuz haven't we all been through that absolutely
0: i mean again right. like i hope we all learned our lessons right, like right, early right, on right, and right. But just like Whoa, like that some obvious. of
1: are, some people are still learning their lessons i'm not saying i am I'm right just
0: saying <laughs> but like that song was real you it know is. where i was like oh my god like that's exactly from the fabulous song is different Right. i want to ask you about that song because that song so he raps a whole bunch at the beginning right. and it's gorgeous and right. his voice is so clear and perfect and like the production on that song is amazing. amazing and then it's just pretty much it's all instrumental right i don't even remember if i heard you actually sing you on that song you didn't Well, how did that song come to be? Because, and how did you. It was an accident. Was it? Can you tell me the story of that song? Because it's such a jam, but like. It is. It's weird.
1: This is what happened. I had a a record called Down With Me, which actually went Billboard Top 100 um, on the Urban Charts maybe like three years ago or something. So I was like, okay. I got a remix with it with Fabulous on it. I'm gonna put it out because I never sold it. You know what I mean? I said, I'm gonna put it on the album and save it for the album, you know? And then I saved it for the album. And then, (laughs) uh, I guess we uploaded the wrong version. (gasps) Stop that! I swear. Wait, are you serious? I promise you.
0: Wait, then I have another question after this, because another question. Okay. But wait, 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 I want to get to that in so a So we uploaded wait. the wrong version.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of back and forth because I was going to put some other records on with Jeremiah and then getting it cleared. And it was, so we we're like, okay, we got to take that off. We got we to gotta figure out what we're going to do. It's coming out in a couple of days. And I think when they uploaded, they uploaded the wrong version. Yeah. But it was yeah. so jamming that it's when everybody so listened fire. to it, they were like, this is dope. And I'm like, well, just leave it. No, it's so fire, but so i there's was... a, So there's a, there's a single with me singing all the way to and through it and him rapping and stuff, which we'll also be coming out with.
0: Wow. You'll, you'll hear it.
1: Okay. We'll probably release it as a single.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can't. So that's cool, because yeah. that, that like extends the life of it, basically. Right. So then my question is back to the other song we were just talking right. about, the whatever song.
1: Whatever, nigga. Okay, okay. that
0: song. There's an explicit version right. that is like a single that's available, right. but I don't think the version on the album is explicit. No, it's but not. But the
1: rest of the album is explicit. It's only one other song that's explicit. So what what happened there? Like ha- With the um, Queen Sacrifice? Yeah. Because it was like, like I said, it was, the album was supposed to be a totally different album. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like with a different fabulous yeah, track. Yeah, like, like it was. It
1: was like it was a different <laughs> fabulous track. Two other um, Jeremiah tracks. And, oh wait, really? And, yes. Oh my God. Remember, I let you hear. I have two other records no, with I, Jeremiah. Yeah. So and then I was like, and then I ended up doing the record with um, with um, Tobias, yeah. the one that you love, so the good. lesson in love. And when I did it, I was like this has to go on the album. Take that one off, we gotta put this on. And they were like, uh, can you make up your mind? Can you get it together here? And I'm like, no, it has to go on there. (laughs) So. (laughs) That's so interesting to hear how that happens. I mean, just think of Michael Jackson, when he had the whole Thriller album. Was it the Thriller album, right? No, Off the Wall album. Off the Wall album was a totally different album completely. Before he yes. It had all totally different production and what, Quincy Jones did was he stripped all of the tracks down, and reproduced tracks. Those are no, none of those tracks are original.
0: Oh, I didn't know
1: that. Yeah, it's a little history. Um, you know that though, right? Interesting. Yeah. And really, like when, when that when the stuff did happen with the uh, fabulous track, I was like, you know what? I like the way it sounds. I'm not changing yeah. it. So everybody was like, are you gonna change it? You gotta. I'm not changing it. I love it. Yeah. It flows.
0: I yeah. love it. Yeah. It. Totally it's meant flows. to be like that. Yeah, and it's almost like that. a palette cleanser like right. right before the end. Cause it's like mm-hmm. one or two tracks before right before right. the end. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it's almost kind of like an outro in some right. ways. Yeah, so what's a mistaken fantasy? It's when you thought it was gonna be something, but.
1: It no, just... it's it's like, it's a mistaken fantasy has two meaning, meanings. It's a mistaken fantasy, like this great stuff happened by accident. And it's also a mistake and fantasy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's every relationship is like, dang, yeah. <laughs> damn. But yay, you know what I mean? Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Totally. And that's what what and, and I like that, you know, because most of the things that I write have double meanings. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and that's cool that you paid an homage to yeah. these first producers yeah. you had worked with. It's always good to go back to your roots and oh give man. people credit that helped you start. Absolutely. You mentioned when you went in to try to do Mary, work with Mary J. Blige, oh. they said, "Oh, well, you're pop, you're not R&B." So you right. Can't, you just sort of barged through that. Are yeah. there other times when people tried to get you to change, or oh. they told you? Oh,
1: girl, yes. <sighs>
0: Oh, you get deep on this one, yes. this is a deep interview boo. Give me some stories so, from the trenches. You know what, I've, I've I, want, had, I like to give people hope and guidance and inspiration. I, I've
1: had people tell me, uh, somebody tell me that I would never sell a song because they were like, you'll never be able to sell a song because you can't sing like the other the other um, writers and all the other writers are demoing their records. And I was like, shh. I don't know what to do. They're like, you're better off changing your name. You're better off getting somebody to demo your records for you. And I'm like, I can't pay someone to go to the studio every day and do this. This That's right. insanity. Yeah. So I just had to practice and just show up. And I said, I'm not going to change my name. I was born this name. My mother gave me this name. I was born with it. I'm going to die with it. Yeah. So did you learn how to sing then? Because for the life of me, I'd never be able to learn how to do that. I think I just, I guess you could say that. I just basically went to this, the studio and I just tried harder Yeah. every time. I would go to the studio and then I would just do what was true to me. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not Whitney. I'm not Aretha Franklin. I'm not um, these people that do these crazy runs. I just yeah. do what, what the best that I could do. Yeah. So the, I've, I've noticed in this industry, the most iconic artists are not always the ones that can sing the best. Definitely. It's yeah. the ones who are passionate and that you f- they own mm-hmm. whatever it is they do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: well that and that comes across in your song, the ones that you're singing right. anyway. I mean, and you do have a very beautiful Thank voice. You. Like I, I say, you're I got of, better. Like, What's it like to be nominated
1: for a Grammy? What did you get nominated for? You have three Grammy nods. Three Grammy nods. One for Rihanna album, one for Tamar Braxton album, Mm -hmm. and one for a song that I wrote for Music Soul Child. So totally three different... um, Three different artists, three different vibes. And three different eras too, (laughs) because it wasn't all the same year. It
0: was a bunch of different stacked years. And so that's for writer? Yes. For composing, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. And so, do you go, do you, like, how does that work? Did you prepare speech, did you? I didn't. How does that work? No,
1: no, because you know, the artist gets it, you know. Yeah. So, but, um. And then I didn't win, so we didn't we didn't win. We we're just nominated, so yeah. But m- most people will not ever get nominated for a Grammy, <laughs> right. so let's not right. like place. Yeah, right, 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 right. True. I don't like. I don't really get caught up in all that. I know that sounds crazy, but yeah. I don't really. You know, I mean, if I win one, then um, of course I'm gonna go. Yeah. And and be excited. But you know, to me, I'm just like, okay, great. It's, it's a great accomplishment. I'm happy. You know. Yeah. That people are appreciating it. Yeah. Music, and I'm glad the artist is able to flourish and be heard and yeah. be successful. Yeah. Cause when I write songs for other people, I, I tend to focus on them. You know, I always tell them when I go in the studio, listen, this is about you. You go platinum, I go platinum. So don't think it's a, I, always, I know how to separate the artist's mode from, from the songwriter, mm, you know? That's interesting. Yeah. Do
0: you look into stuff that touched them historically, or do you just write from your heart and then hope that they kind of experience the same sort of thing?
1: Or... I write from my heart. Yeah. I always, whatever I write from them, uh, it's usually what I want to hear them saying or what, yeah. what I feel that they may or may not be going through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I like to do things that are relatable to the artists, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, So you have a daughter. I do. She's eight. Yes,
1: Anaya. that's my baby bear. Shout out to my baby Anaya.
0: Uh Is she, does she have aspirations of getting into the industry also? Oh my
1: gosh, yes. She sings all the time, she dances all the time. She's she's a little, she's full of character. She's a little entertainer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And would you encourage, I mean, it seems like you've had a pretty good time in the industry. I mean, you have bumps along the way, but I mean, you're successful. You ha- you're happy, yeah. you're doing what you want to do, you're controlling your own career. So are you encouraging her to get into that?
1: I'm encouraging her to do her homework.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: <laughs> that's Can you what come I'm t- talk to my daughter? Right, right, <laughs> I'm like, yes, hey honey, do your homework, okay. <laughs> well listen to, the. but but she, you know, I'll let her sing to me. I'll play tracks, and she's like, mommy, listen to this song I wrote. And I'll let her sing, and I'll let her rap, and I'll let her Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I actually put a snippet of her talking on my I saw album. that. No, it's yeah. the interlude. Yeah, it's an interlude. It's so cool.
0: What the hell were you guys talking about?
1: That's her that's her real life personality. So what what happened was she was in love with this little boy.
0: Yeah. And she's talking I, about like versus love. Yes. And, yes. In
1: her school. She loved this boy and she, just, she was like so cute, and I was like, hmm. she's always talking about how cute this little boy is. <laughs> so I just sn- I snuck and recorded her. She didn't know I was recording oh her. God. Yeah, that was like a real life conversation we were having, oh, and she wow. was trying to write a letter to him and talking about she wants to go to the movies with him. And she said the sweetest thing. She said, um, I really like him. No, she said, he's I I really love liking him. Yeah. And I just thought that was so amazing. I just. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was the sweetest and the cutest thing.
0: So I was like, "This has got to go on the album." So. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't realize that was your daughter, but mm-hmm. I assumed yeah. when I was listening to it. And I love that you had an interlude. Like, thank you. Yeah, it's so cool because you can't really force that stuff. You I can't know. Really create that stuff so. Cool that it happened organically,
1: like it that. did, man. And, and she's like, she's one thing about her is I always teach her to love, so she's she's a little rough little mama, so she's yeah. very strong, you know. But um, she's she's full of love, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Does she keep you kind of current in terms of what you're listening to and what the vibe is right now, or yes, does she like introduce you to music? Or she does,
1: she, she introduces me to all the every week. There's something new. And there's this dance she taught me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the, heck? what's that? She's like, so, mommy, you gotta do it like this. I'm like, okay. And one, another one of those things <laughs> I'm not gonna try on camera. <laughs> so she tries to teach me that. I'm like, mommy doesn't dance. I tell her, mommy doesn't dance, mommy doesn't twerk, she vogues, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But, mommy doesn't twerk, she vogues? She vogues. Oh,
0: vogues, I don't okay. Tw- I don't twerk, love. I vogue. Yeah, I love it. And you've got the height to do it for yes. sure. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And so, all right, so you've got, I wanna to talk to you about kind of what you're doing now and okay. what you're gonna do going forward. So you've got Mistaken Fantasy. Fantasy. So are you guys gonna shoot some videos for that? Or are you gonna go, I mean, aside from the Sparks game, are you gonna go on tour? Are you gonna perform it somewhere? Or yes. kind of talk to me about what, how you're gonna develop that album.
1: So right now we're just doing promo um, for the album. I've been doing a lot of radio interviews and TV. Thank you for having yeah. me here. Yeah, of course. I've done we did FUBU yeah. Radio. Carl Thomas, so we flew out to um, Houston, did his radio show, yeah. and um, we're just basically re- breaking, break, trying to just bring awareness to the album because I think a lot of people in the industry know me from just yeah. writing, but they don't know me as an artist. So of course, people outside don't know me. So yeah. I'm just basically trying to break that, get my face seen, and I did Dash Radio here. Yeah, um, I saw I'm that. doing uh, Jamie Fox at the end of the week. Oh,
0: you are. Yeah. That's exciting. Thank you. Okay. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you.
1: And um, yeah, I plan on going on tour. Um, I got invited to do some stuff for the Lakers, so we'll see about that. Wow. You know, a little singing, singing. It's not locked in yet, but you
0: know. Oh God, if they ask you to do a national anthem, how nervous are
1: you going to be? I'm just saying, I was asked to do some stuff. Okay. I'm not saying what I was asked to do,
0: but... Wow. Okay, I'm sending all the best vibes your way on Thank that. Thank you. that's I really cool. it. Are you guys going to shoot videos for the album? Or?
1: Absolutely. Um, we got we got um, finishing up the production, um, post-production for the Whatever Nigger video. Yeah. Um, we got the Like A Rose video. Yeah. Um, Down With Me is already out. It's been out for a, couple, yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple of years. So you can check that video out on YouTube. Down With Me. Um, and then we're gonna be shooting a video also for Queen Sacrifice and for the Tobias Tate one, Listen to yeah. Love. And Barris Hammond, hopefully oh, in Jamaica. We didn't even talk I was just, about that. I was just with Barris, you know he had a concert.
0: Speaking of which,
1: I'm gonna tell her about this. So, <laughs> so he had a concert like, was it the night before I got to L.A. or two nights before I got to L.A.? Yeah. And he was like, Ursula, we've been playing that record on the tour bus, like everywhere we go. It's such that's a good track. That's what he said. I forgot
0: to, that is actually one of, also one of my favorite tracks like, on the album. massive so tune, good. massive tune. You gotta yeah. come to
1: Jamaica, we do songs out there. You we should, have you I been, been like, to Jamaica? I was like, yeah. Oh,
0: yes. Right, he's a legend. How did you, how do you know him, Barris?
1: Oh well, I actually wrote a couple records for him a few years back. A friend of mine was, um, he used to be over one of the labels that signed uh, John, Sean Paul, so he physically uh-huh. signed Sean Paul. We did um, records with Spraga Benz together, and he just, he's been working on Barris for years. Yeah. So he was like, you have to meet Ursula. You would love her. And then. We met and he loved me and we did records. Yeah, he's dope. dope. It kinda
0: reminded me of like when Lady Gaga got together Frank Sinatra a little bit. She felt like classic, iconic and like the younger generation coming up and sorry I interrupted you. No, 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 you're good. No, you're good.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. Um, and shout out to Bears Hammond, cause he definitely didn't have to do it. He definitely didn't have to. He gave me no problems. <laughs> he nice. was like, "Massive tune, you, you come out with." He's been telling me to come out with it for a long time, and I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> so then I went to Toronto um, like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, another reason why I was on the album. Yeah. Um, I went to Toronto a couple weeks ago, and I did a vibe vibe radio out there, and um, I was like, "Yeah." So I got this record with Bears Hammond. They're like. Paris Hammond is like God to us yes. out here. I was like, well, you gotta go on the album. Simple as that. Yeah,
0: and there's a huge Jamaican population mm-hmm. out there in Toronto. Right,
1: and in the UK as well.
0: Yeah, God, mm-hmm. um, so great. Um, but again, thank you so much, you. Ursula. She's at at Ursverse, I think on all social media, at Ursverse, right. right? Yeah, at that's a
1: Ursverse, that's um, U-R-S-V-E-R-S-E. You know, follow me on IG, Facebook. I'm always on IG, because I like to take ratchet, Ratchet pictures with my friends and do ratchet stuff. <laughs> oh, you they're know. very pretty. Thank you. They're not ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> but we do ratchet stuff from time to time. And my story is lit. My, my story is, is always is. lit. you know.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: And um, download the album. It's called Mistaken Fantasy. It's on all digital outlets worldwide. Um, Amazon MP3, Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, you name it. And follow me and yeah. you know, let me know what you like. Yeah, and get that album before she yes. might
0: decide to change out that track for the one that was supposed to be there. <laughs> so you can get the limited version. Yes, <laughs> the limited
1: edition version.
0: Thank you guys so much and tune in for the next episode of What's Your Water. Hey. Hey. <laughs>